0: The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700, where every one of the boats that they sell are fun certified. Paul's Pizza in Westchester, 31st and Wolf Road, 708-531-9080. Place an order and tell them Chauncey sent you and you could pick it up curbside delivery. Diamond Ghost Charters at diamondghostcharters.com, hookandhunttv.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the Midwest sportsmen. Renlake area tourism at visitrenlake.com and enjoyrenlake.com. Bizbaits, the soft plastic bait company for the professional angler. Bizbaits.com. Follow me and find
1: contentment. Follow me to rippling streams. Find a world. That embraces free open spaces Come and follow
0: me Hello everyone, this is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors Whether it's close to home or across this great country Come on out and follow me Well, I hope you're all geared up and getting ready for the holiday spirit. I am. (laughs) And you're going to enjoy today's show and follow me into the great outdoors. On this week's Chauncey's Great Outdoors, we're going to hear from Phil Piscatello, excellent good friend of the show, and he's also owner of the Borderline Guide Service. And we're going to be talking about what you need to go ice fishing with if this is your first time out and want to go and try it. So many fishermen have come back to the sport this year, it seems like, that they're all experimenting and trying, and I'm already getting phone calls about ice fishing and how to do it, what to do, and we're going to talk to Phil and learn more about it. I mean, he's a great guy to learn from, and you never know. You may run across him out in the field. We're then going to talk to Captain Austin Aducci, and he's with Grab Your Fly Charters. He's a fly fishing charter and a river charter fisherman. Out on the Kankakee River. This guy is excellent. And the other thing is, because it's the Kankakee River and any other rivers, they really don't freeze up. And he fishes all year long. So whether you want to try fly fishing with him, even in the winter, or you want to try just your simple, you know, casting rod and you know try your luck he's got all the spots he's got all the knowledge and he's got all the deer gear to try fly fishing and i think that's going to be an important thing for you all to to want to try there's nothing wrong with that believe me i love it when i do something like that and then in our last segment, we're going to have the show, of course, the Aiden Fishing Report. Uh, some outdoor news and, uh, you know, fishing reports from different areas. And don't forget, you know, I think a perfect holiday gift for any sportsman who loves big water fishing would be a gift certificate on Captain Tony's Diamond Ghost Charters. Give him a call at 847-838-2037. Get your pen out again. 847 838 2037. It's Diamond Ghost Charters. You know, have, maybe give yourself that holiday gift of a gift certificate on Captain Tony's Diamond Ghost Charters. Well, let's get on with the show and have some fun and get a little bit merry for the holiday season. Hey, sportsmen, it's the season of giving, so give the gift of Midwest Outdoors magazine to the fishermen and hunters on your list. Midwest Outdoors is filled with information to help you enjoy the outdoors. Where to go what to use and how to use it and for only 14.95 it's the gift that keeps on giving all year long to buy a subscription go to midwestoutdoors.com and enter promo code am20 that's important feeling extra generous hey give the three-year subscription for 45 dollars and midwest outdoors will throw in a custom three-pack of rapala shad wraps if you're looking for a great gift for that outdoor person on your list will love or get those grandkids excited about the outdoors, go to midwestoutdoors.com and give the gift of Midwest Outdoors magazine. Remember, enter promo code AM20, that's important for me, and get those three extra issues for free. Once again, that's midwestoutdoors.com and enter promo code AM20. Your friends at Midwest Outdoors wish you all the best for this Christmas and the holidays. Waterworks knows you're the boater looking for adventure, and you will trailer your boat with that Mercury motor all over the Midwest in the fall. From fall color tours down the Illinois and Mississippi rivers to fishing those great spots in southern Illinois, Kentucky Lake, and more, Waterworks knows you will travel for that special outdoor experience. Let Waterworks check out your boat, Mercury motor, and trailer before your next fall color or fishing trip. Remember, there's only one place to take your boat. Mercury motor and the trailer to have them looked at by a true professional service crew. That's Waterworks at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills or call them at 708-798-9700. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic Southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation. 2577 314 580 2577 and plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place for that true classic Chicago hot dog and the best Italian beef sandwich large enough to share. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester also has specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant, parmesan, ribs, salads, daily specials, and even the best flame-broiled hamburgers. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester your favorite. It's ours. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks boat sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Time of year. Dear back. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago.
1: Hey
0: everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And uh, the phone is ringing. Who do we have on the line? Well, it's Mr. Phil Piscitello. How are you, Phil? Good morning, Chauncey. Doing well. Doing well. How are you doing today? Hey. It's it's that time of the year where there's a little bit of open water, there's a little bit of skim ice, there's a little bit of ice that I'm not sure about, and I said, I gotta get Phil on to talk about ice fishing, because we have so many people now that have started to ice fish, they may not know what to do, or what to have, or what to bring, or what to bring, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So what would you, uh, somebody who's going to go ice fishing and, and, you know, you have, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the uh, you, you're an exceptionally well-known you know angler because you also have the uh, guide service, the Borderline Fishing Guide Service. And, you know, so you can relate to a lot of people and talk to them. What would you tell them about going out ice fishing for the very, very, very first time?
2: Well, I would tell them, first of all, It is very inexpensive to get into the sport starting out. You don't have to have much at all. Uh, A simple rod and reel for ice fishing, you can probably get that for $10, $15 for a rod and reel. A bucket, a bucket will hold your rod reel, some tackle, uh, your fish if you catch some fish, and uh, a hand auger and a, a ladle to scoop out the ice chunks. And that will get you started. You can also use the bucket for a seat when you're out there. So it's very inexpensive. Mm-hmm. The nice thing about ice fishing, as compared to open water fishing, it gives every ice angler an equal chance to access all types of water. You have access to everything like everybody else, which is really neat. Whereas you're kind of, if you don't have a boat open water, you're kind of confined in certain areas. Ice fishing gives you access, total access when the lakes are frozen over.
0: I never thought about that. I really never. Say, well, yeah, I guess you do because you, you can go anywhere on the lake and fish. So you know that. Yeah. Okay. But okay. Let's get back an an ice fishing rod. And <clears throat> you said like ten bucks. So, some of them are very simple with just a, a, a plastic reel on them to hold your line. They're only like about maybe two feet long, if that. Right.
2: Yeah, exactly, because all you need, you're sitting on a bucket, you're you're drilling a hole, and you're fishing basically vertically through a hole in the ice. So you don't need something long because you're close close to the hole. So yeah, two feet uh, is a perfect length. 24 inches, 18 to mm-hmm. 30 inches are what the most ice rods lengths come in. Mm-hmm. And they get a little longer than that, but those are the basic ones. That's all you need. And you can get either of those with a plastic spool with some line on them. For shallow water fishing, those are perfect. If you want to get a little more fancy, you can get a spinning rod and reel. And still, you can get one of those for $20 or so for an inexpensive one, put on mm-hmm. some uh, two, three, or four-pound fishing line. Mm-hmm. Then all you do is get yourself a handful of ice uh, fishing jigs. They're very small, very inexpensive. Get uh, maybe a half a dozen of those. Get some vertical hanging ones, some horizontal ones, and lead and tungsten. And then you go get some live bait, some spikes, and some waxworms. And, hey, you can go fishing and catch a bunch of fish.
0: Yeah, and an ice jig kind of looks, I'm going to, there's a lot of different ways they look, but I'm, I'm going to. It's uh, just like, well, most open water jigs are horizontal. Where ice jigs, they're almost like when you have a jigging spoon for uh, lake trout, where they go up and down. And, you know, so it's like you have a choice. But live bait is probably the number one thing to go with on your hook, right?
2: Absolutely. Especially if you're first starting out, live baits can give you... the. The most action as far as fish attraction goes and catching fish, and as you become uh, more uh, skilled and you put more time, and then you can go to your plastics, put plastics on, and whatnot. But yeah, starting out, live bait is definitely the way to go. You can't uh, you cannot uh, perform live bait as far as fish catching ability, so that is definitely the way to go. There,
0: and, and I've seen wax worms, maggots. Uh, I've seen where people have taken. Minnows and chunk them up. <laughs> yep, yep, and put them on the hooks that are on your jig. Uh, I've seen a lot of different things. Now you said uh, uh, a hand auger, and that's the drill to start out. The drill through the ice.
2: Yes, because you need to drill through the ice, and there's uh, several ways to do that. Uh, the hand auger, uh, or you go back way back when I started fishing because they had the spud bar or chisel. Now we still those we still use those for checking ice thickness as we're walking out there for some of us that like to get out there early, early. But um, for the basic spiral, um, hand auger is very good to start with. Um, You get some very sharp ones. uh, They vary in prices depending on what brand you get. Mm -hmm. But then to start out, I mean, that would be the less expensive way to go about doing it. If you had a hand auger and maybe you at home if you're, you know, if you have like a hand uh, uh, drill a lithium-powered drill, you can buy a little adapter and convert your hand auger to a power auger with the drill. So if you had one of those already, you could do it that way, too.
0: That's a good idea. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's a real good idea. And the other thing, too, is when, when you walk out there, f- ice fishermen, whether they're the same people in the summer <laughs> that, that you're going to meet in the winter, they just seem... So much more friendly. I, I'm going to get e-hate mail on this. They just see Hey, how you doing? You know, if they see you have a hand auger and they have a gas one or an electric one, don't be surprised if they get up and say, "Here, let me drill some holes for you," like, uh, 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 um, because they're so helpful in the winter, aren't they?
2: They are. Ice fishing is such a social event. It's a good time. If you're a beginner and say you don't have anyone to go with. What I would recommend doing is just going to your bait shop and finding out when the good ice is. And go out. Don't wait. Go early. But wait until there's a good four or five inches of ice out there. And talk to the bait shops like the boys at Triangle, Greg Dixon over there. He'll help you out. He'll tell you where the most popular spots to go. Go out there. We see a lot of people coming and going. You see where the foot travel areas are. Follow them out there and they'll get a spot. And if you're new out there, yeah, walk up to somebody and say, hey, I'm new. I'm new to ice fishing. Uh, can you give me a tip or so? and They'll be glad to help you. Ice fishermen are very friendly. It's mm-hmm. a social sport. It's, it's a great time, and they're willing to help you drill your hole, give you a tip or two to help you put fish on the ice, and it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Greg at Triangle Sports is like the central headquarters for ice fishing on the chain. I mean, I think he knows if a guy caught a bluegill on Channel Lake before the guys got the fish out of the ice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly, yeah. Greg, I've known Greg all my life, but he's right in the central part of the chain of lakes, and mm-hmm. you go into his shop, he's got everything you need for fishing in the chain of lakes and the area lakes around there, ice fishing open, everything. He's well stocked. He's got the up-to-date fishing reports. You go in there, tell him what you're looking for. He'll tell you where to go. He'll get you on the fish, and he's got good quality bait. Just a great store. Been going there all my life. It's a great place. I recommend it to everybody.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing is after you drill a hole, and even if you've got somebody drilled a hole for you, you know, you'll get a little bit of ice that forms or whatever, and you have to scoop that ice out to keep the hole open, right?
2: Yeah, so that's another little tool you need. It's like an ice scooper, ladle—they call it—kind of like something we use for like your when you cook spaghetti. The holes in it—it's a metal thing with a handle yeah. on there. It just scoops your ice out and keeps your holes clean. And if it's a cold day where the holes go to freeze over a lot too, you can keep them open with that. Dip it in the water, keep it. Uh, taking those chunks out of there and keep mm-hmm. your holes clean. So at least get those for a couple of bucks too. You get plastic ones, you get metal ones, very inexpensive.
0: Yeah. One of the things that we, we haven't talked about is uh, I would highly, I would highly recommend, <laughs> you know, those butt cushions that the deer hunters use. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> the, the big, thick, you know, squishy ones. Those help keep your part of your body warm. Th- that's sitting on a cold bucket
2: absolutely yep and that and that is definitely a key and it's comfortable too it's comfortable keeps you warm mm-hmm. that's another thing too when you're beginning ice fishermen that you bring up the comfort make sure you dress properly make sure you have good quality boots make sure you have a good suit dress in layers have a good uh, base layer and then a nice um uh clothes on like a light flannel and sweats mm-hmm. and then your nice suit over nice the we have out nowadays, or the Gore Tex, the, and all the different fabrics out there today are insulated or just, just high tech. They keep you warm, they keep you dry. Make sure you have something good like that. And another thing that's very important, especially on years where you don't have a lot of snow and there's a lot of this glaze of ice out there, get yourself a good set of ice cleats to put on your boots for traction on, on that glare uh, ice with no snow on there. It'll mm-hmm. keep you from falling down and <laughs> hurting yourself. There's very, very highly recommended. Oh, yeah.
0: And you mentioned it earlier. If it's your first time going out ice fishing, besides, you know, go out there when you know there's more than four inches of ice. All right? Do it safely. And when you see right. a bunch of people fishing, kind of walk towards them and, just, and, and say, hey, guys, I you know, apologize for bothering you, but this is my first time out here. You got any tips? And at that point, they're probably going to drill a hole near them just so you could, you know, fish with them. And the other thing, too, is if there's ice fishermen in a spot— Normally, there's fish around there. Because <laughs> they're not going to sit in one spot and not catch fish, right?
2: Absolutely. That's a great way to start. When you're a beginner, go where there's a bunch of people. I mean, you don't have to fish right in the middle of the crowd, but go to the outer edge of the crowd. You will know, talk to people, and maybe they'll invite you to fish next to them and mm-hmm. get involved, and then just punch some holes around and try different areas, and, uh, and they'll give you tips on how to start your jigging cadences and how to get going. And we'll on to talk of techniques and stuff like that for the beginner. I mean, you can go on YouTube now. Social media. There's all kinds of forums on there. You can find out all kinds of tips and little videos. Right now, there's some magazines out. Uh, In Fisherman puts out their annual ice guide. Uh, the fish, uh, the ice team puts out an annual guide loaded with tips, techniques for catching all species of fish. So, I mean, the information out there. Plus, watch uh, Midwest Outdoors TV, read the magazine, listen to radio shows like we're doing now. And read your article. Read,
0: out there. Don't forget, we have to read the article your article in Midwest Outdoors. Absolutely. <laughs> now yep. one of the things, you know, I think what a lot of people don't realize, especially people that are starting to ice fish, you know, the first time, it it's not a thing where when you're jig fishing open water, you're popping your wrist and stuff like that. Ice fishing is a very subtle movement of that bait up and down. Those fish are cold, their metabolism is slow. You know, the only time they're going to run is if something with big teeth after them. But normally they just kind of stand there and, okay, here we are. Oh, should I think about eating that little jig that, you know, Phil put down here with those four waxies on it? Well, let me think about it. I am not sure. I mean, they they are slower in the winter, but they can. the action can be fast at times, right?
2: Absolutely. The neat thing about ice fishing is ice fishing forces you to fish the best possible way there is and that's vertical straight up and down for those mm-hmm. finicky fish that don't move and are just sitting there So it's really the best way to catch fish during winter the mm-hmm. other thing is if you got to find them you got punch holes to find them mm-hmm.
0: that's it and
2: but once you find them you can really fine-tune your jigging technique and you can really get out to a bunch of fish
0: and i'm going to tell everybody that i don't know what it is i could be a thousand percent wrong phil but I've had bluegill in January that somebody caught through the ice, took them home, filleted them, fried them, and brought them to a sport show for me. They were absolutely one of the best tasting fish I've ever had in my life. I don't know if the cold makes the f- the flesh firmer. I don't know what it is, or maybe I'm just a little goofy. Let's not put it up for a vote. Uh, that you know, I just love fish that much to, to enjoy eating it. But, I mean, for some odd reason, those nice-sized bluegills and stuff and and walleye through the ice, they have that a little better taste to me.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. I think you're 100% correct. I mean, they're coming out of that cold water. You're, You're keeping them cold. In the climate, and then they go from there to your home, you fillet them, and boom, you cook them. And there, you can't get any fish more fresh than that. Oh, it's oh. as fresh as they come,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, and once again, you know, get out there, enjoy, relax, be safe. Uh, it's always good to, you know, have a what do you call it? Uh, because you only go out if there's over, over four inches, but you know, if ice fishermen they go out under that, they have uh, besides around their neck they have usually a piece of string two little blocks of wood and a nail slammed in them so in case they did fall through they could pull themselves out Uh if you know when we get first ice don't run out there don't don't just slow down Let let the people right. out there who do it you know
2: right I mean the people who've done it for a lot of years who are experienced who know what to look for by ice color and stuff like that, know what to look for, know where the current areas are, the springs are. Mm-hmm. And then those guys who go out there, they know how to do it without getting into trouble. Mm-hmm. New, people who are new to this sport, wait till there's four or five inches plus. Don't go to a lake where there's nobody out there, small ponds where there's nobody around in case you need help. Go there where there's a lot of people. And like I said, just go out there, be safe, have fun, and enjoy the great sport of ice fishing.
0: Right. Remember, Chauncey's rule any ice less than four inches belongs in a glass covered in a beautiful amber liquid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Phil, what's the phone number for uh, Borderline Guide Service? Uh, my phone
2: number for the Guide Service is 847 638 7547. 847
0: 638
2: 7547. And I'll be out on the ice on the chain and different lakes around the chain this uh, coming winter. If you see me out there, come on up. Say hi, whatever. If you need help, you need some holes, dog, I'll be glad to help you
0: out. (laughs) You would have your own private seminar right on the ice. There you go. (laughs) Phil, thanks for coming on the show this morning. You're welcome, Chauncey. You're listening to Chauncey. It's been a pleasure. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks is proud to announce the 2021 line of Lund and Low Boats, all powered by Mercury Motors, are coming in weekly. But many of these boats are pre-sold, and if you want to ensure that the boat of your dreams with a Mercury motor will be here when you want it, you need to act now. With assembly plants building boats with mercury motors on back order and long delivery dates, you need to stop in at Waterworks at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills or call them at 708 798 9700 and don't miss out on ordering the boat of your dreams from Waterworks. Hey, sportsmen, it's the season of giving, so give the gift of Midwest Outdoors Magazine to the fishermen and hunters on your list. Midwest Outdoors is filled with information to help you enjoy the outdoors. Where to go, what to use, and how to use it. And for only $14.95, it's the gift that keeps on giving all year long. To buy a subscription, go to MidwestOutdoors.com and enter promo code AM20. That's important. Feeling extra generous? Hey, give the three-year subscription for $45 and Midwest Outdoors will throw in a custom three-pack of Rapala shad wraps. If you're looking for a great gift for that outdoor person on your list will love or get those grandkids excited about the outdoors, go to MidwestOutdoors.com and give the gift of Midwest Outdoors magazine. Remember, enter promo code AM20, that's important for me, and get those three extra issues for free. Once again, that's midwestoutdoors.com, and enter promo code AM20. Your friends at Midwest Outdoors wish you all the best for this Christmas and the holidays. What's the biggest biz in fishing lures that all the pros know? It's biz baits. Biz baits are soft plastic lures that are individually handcrafted and scented with their special jack juice that just jacks the bass to strike. Biz baits are made for bass fishing by bass anglers, not someone sitting behind a desk. So go to bizbaits.com and order the best soft plastic bait on the market for yourself or a gift for your fishing buddy this holiday season. Get them at bizbaits.com, my favorite soft plastic bait made here in America. Go to bizbait.com. Jim Crowley from HookandHuntTV.com shows anglers and hunters how, when, and why to be a better angler and hunter. You will enjoy his approach to the outdoors that will help you be a better sportsman. Watch him on HookandHuntTV.com, online at Pride Outdoor Network, on Roku, and on Firestick TV. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at ChaunceyMedia at AOL.com. This segment is brought to you by DiamondGhostCharters.com Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell Fish on! Somebody say hey!
1: Santa Claus, and you're listening to Chauncey's Great
0: Outdoors on ESPN Radio. And he knows the outdoors. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And who's on the phone? I can hear the phone ringing. Oh, it's Captain Austin Aducci. Hey, Captain, how are you? Good morning, Chauncey. Hey, uh, you know, you've got probably something that at this time of the year people aren't even going to think about because you have a service where you take people out fly fishing, correct? Yes. And it's yes. not just one little, you know, like, oh, we're going to go bluegill fishing with the fly rod. No, 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 right? <laughs> correct. Well, so um, what do you kind of zero in on your fly fishing?
1: Uh Well, first of all, my main... Body of water, a fish, a guide on is the Kankakee. The Kankakee is kind of like kind of like fishing in the ocean. Yes, you're going after one species, but you have potential to catch, you know, four or five different species. Um, so my main goal, my main target species throughout the year is smallmouth. I'm a bass guide.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is cool. And this is you said a, a the magic word of what you just said. I want people to key on what I do all year. Because while your favorite bass fishing lake or whatever is locked up with ice, all you got to do is roll down to see Captain Aducci and say, Hey, look at this. I'm catching smallmouth on the Kankakee. I'm catching walleye. I'm catching pike. I'm doing it with a fl- I hate to put it to this if I'm sta- sitting on the bank uh, drowning a-, a night crawler, I'm going to get cold. If I'm fishing with you, I'm moving around, so I'm going to stay warm. <laughs>
1: Yeah, throwing a fly around, you're you're active all day. Yeah, you're you active. Get, you get you get tired by the end of the day.
0: Yeah. End of the day. A lot of people, and it, it is growing. I will have to say this, but a lot of people in our area don't realize the the quality of fishing, especially fly fishing, on the Kankakee River throughout. And I'm talking twelve months, not just you know in the summertime. I'm talking year round, right?
1: Correct. Um, you know. Like I mentioned to you earlier off-air, off this was the end of the, my 12th season guiding. And those first years guiding, going to clubs to give presentations, going, talking to shop owners in the area, you know, everybody said, ah, you're going to fail. We don't have the fisheries here in the Chicagoland area. Well, fast forward that 12, 12 years, and, you know, this year I did just under 170 days on the, on the water, Um, there's other guide services in the area. There's more drift boats around. We have the fisheries. It used to be, you know, you'd go to a club and where do you guys fish? And 98% of the people would say, we go to Michigan, we go to Wisconsin. But over these 12 years, you know, we have phenomenal
0: fisheries right here in our backyard. Now, here's the second question. And yes, I, 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 don't fly fish as much as I probably should because, uh, I'm not usually in a boat on a river, you know, fishing, like, uh, you're talking about fly fishing. It, it, it's, it's not that it's, I don't want to say it's hard to learn. It's, it's pretty easy with just a couple quick techniques. And I'm not saying, you know, you're going to look like you're in the movie. A river runs through it, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> But you can actively cast and do different types of simple casts, a roll cast, a this and that, that you could teach somebody in probably three minutes and they go, well, that was pretty easy. Couldn't you?
1: Oh, for sure. I've got tons of guys throughout the course of the season that, you know, have, I asked, have you fly fish before? Oh yeah, I fly fish. And they get on the boat. Well, when, how, how much experience do you have? Oh, I used to do it with my grandfather when I'm a kid. hmm I was a kid, so yeah like you just said we drop anchor a quick little lesson, and then you go and, and like we' just, just said you you you're always doing it, so you have no choice throughout the course of the day to get better um with the opportunity to catch and fish. It's yeah. not as hard as you know YouTube videos and things make it out to be it, it's it's
0: quite simple, yeah now one of the things about uh the river, Especially, I'm going to say river fishing. Uh, if you think about it, the lakes that you were so used to fishing, you know, that have now iced over, or you're not going to go to them because they got skim ice on them, and th- those fish's metabolisms have dropped because of the water temperature, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, they still eat, but they don't move around as much. In a river, those fish have to move. They have to be active. And you're trying to get them... Because they probably eat, I'm and I'm, I'm. This is just off the top of my head. They probably eat ten times more than the one bass they're looking for in the pond than the forest preserve, just because they've right. got to keep their body going and up, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, you know, not only winter, but even you know summer. say dirty water, pressure systems moving. River fish don't have the luxury to, you know, go pout like like lake fish. Mm-hmm. They they need to find food and eat food when it presents themselves and that carries through this time of year also. Mm-hmm. You know, the locations where the fish are in the winter are very, very different than where they are in the summer. You know, the this time of year they're sitting deeper, slower water where they don't have to use that much energy. But yes, they still they're
0: still working
1: to live. So yeah. Yes, they have to eat.
0: They're they're working to live. uh. When you are you fishing a lot of sinking flies or you know streamers or what I mean you know flies that somewhat go down you're not fishing like a a top water fly or this I would think through the the dark the cooler times the winter time
1: no these you're right these are all subsurface flies this time of year um, mm-hmm. you know that kind of match your hatch Saying you know your you know your forage and in, in your bodies of water the kankakee big big leeches. Um, sculpin patterns, big bait fish patterns, mm. yes, all subsurface. I mean, that's a, that's another big misconception of fly. When you're talking to somebody that's not familiar with it, they think, or oh, dry fly, you know, trout or, or topwater bath. Um, now technology, fly line technology, um, fly design, you can fish flies in, say, 40 foot of water if you had to and push the bottom. You know, it, you could get down that deep. It's not just a, a visual top water thing.
0: And and one of the things that you've you've done very well. And yes, you're you've you know pike, smallmouth, walleye, uh, largemouth bass, uh, bluegill, perch, stripers. I, I can list probably every fish in the Kankakee River that you have caught. But you've also caught carp on a fly rod, which I have to say the. The one time I caught carp on a fly rod, I have never had so much fun in my life.
1: Carp <laughs> are phenomenal. They're phenomenal game fish.
0: Um, they are
1: not the, you know, quote-unquote trash fish that people that people give them credit to be. Mm-hmm. They're extremely smart. They're extremely spooky. Um, you really have to up your game to catch them successfully on the fly.
0: Yeah, I mean, but that's a... Now, here, speaking of catching with a fly... Okay, you know, I'm a relatively, I'm getting to become an old geezer, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting to become an old geezer. But I, it, well, physically, my heart is still 25 years old. That's what gets me in trouble. Yep. you. You're, it's easy to take your children, uh, some guys, or, or wives, you know, uh, you know, single mom wants to take their kids out for a different experience, and they want to take the kids out and they, let's go fly fishing. Uh, women take the fly fishing better than men, hands down. End of conversation. I but can't a, agree with you more. But a young kid, you get a young kid at you know a ten, twelve year old kid. You're you're teaching him a whole new world that he's going to fall in love with, won't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's the you know, unfortunate thing. You don't see a lot of kids
0: getting into the sport of fly fishing. You just don't. No. And it's, you know, I have a saying, and and it's like, when fishing gets hard with your normal, you know, spin casting, artificial baits and all of that, switch over to fly fishing. And I'm like, well, then why don't you just fly fish, John? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's just
2: another
1: means, though. Everybody yeah. has their thing.
0: That's true. You know,
1: and... and and honestly, you know, there's there's times of year where, where the the spinning gear guy is going to way out, out fish and out catch the fly guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And but then there's times of year where the fly is is way more
0: productive. Sure, sure. Well, well, I'm just kind of curious. You have taken younger kids on with you know, their parent, right? Uh, I believe the youngest I've taken
1: out in the years is nine years old.
0: Nine years old. I would have loved to been a little bird sitting on the back of your boat watching that. It was phenomenal.
1: It was phenomenal. He he told me a joke It made me laugh, and he was so proud of it, and I think because he maybe cussed a little bit. But, uh, (laughs) you know, it's the things that happen on a boat that, that don't
0: happen elsewhere. Yeah, there is. And then, you know, you get a young kid like that, and it just becomes... They want to do it again, and they want to do it again. And, and really, there are many fly rod kits that you can pick up, you know, package deals that aren't going to cost. You know, you don't have to have your bamboo whatever fly rod. There are a lot of quality fly rods that you can use for panfish and bass and stuff like that that will work very well. But, you know, going out with somebody like Captain Austin here, uh, it, it works out. What's your website, by the way?
1: My website is www. Dot
0: grab your dot com grab your dot com and your phone number six three zero eight eight six one nine six four okay so I mean this is just a unique experience for someone to try whether you are an exper- ex- experienced fisherman or if you are a novice and want to try something different or you know do you take two people out yes okay two people two two plus people. People me okay oh, <clears throat> <yeah, throat> that's me. a meant you know two person charter i mean you know I hate to say because women, I was not exaggerating. And do you notice how Captain Austin said, oh, yeah, that women take to fly fishing so much better than men ever do? You know, if a, a couple of ladies said, hey, this sounds really cool. You know, she calls her girlfriend up and says, Let's, we're going fly fishing with this guy in, in the spring or maybe, in you know, in December or January. You know, because it's something unique and different. And like I said, that river is open year round. And those fish are waiting to get caught. It's open. It's close. Um, the majority
1: of the people at some point in the day will turn to me and say, I'd never realized the the Kankakee was this
0: beautiful. Oh, yeah. And clear and clean. I mean, yeah, after a rainstorm, it's going to be muddy. But you give it a couple of days. I I can't even tell you. 20 years ago, I was waiting in the Kankakee for smallmouth. And I call my buddy up and I go, the water's up to my chest because I was going through a deeper spot. And Mm -hmm. I go. I could see my feet. (laughs) I called him up to tell him that. I go. This is fantastic. I mean, that river has gotten so good and so healthy. And uh, like I said, even December, January, February, when you're not thinking about fishing, it's happening, and it's happening just south of Chicago on the Kankakee River with Captain Austin and grab. What was it again? Grab your fly charters. That's correct. Grab your fly charters, uh dot com. I mean, it's just a unique way to enjoy the outdoors in another aspect. And I'm going to tell you this: half the trip is fishing, and half the trip is you're looking at the shoreline, going, "Wow, that looks pretty cool. I didn't see that. Look at that oh, animal." There's so,
1: <laughs> there's so much stuff: deer, the bird life that's on the river, um, just the natural limestone bluffs. Mm-hmm. There's
0: just there's there's tons. Yeah, some yeah. just beautiful stuff. And there's nothing better than having a duck quacking at you as you're going by, right?
1: That's <laughs> oh, right. The geese can get a little
0: obnoxious. Yeah, well, geese are always obnoxious, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I like the sound of them when they go thud when they hit the ground when I'm goose hunting. But uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but really, you know, everyone we're, we're talking with, you know, Captain Austin here, and he's just—he's got a unique service that isn't just for the summer. That's the key here. This is something you can go and do and enjoy right now. Late December, all of January, February, March. And then, you you know, river starts opening up, things warm up. It just keeps going. So if somebody – here's an interesting question. If somebody wanted to do this, what should they bring or how should they dress if they're coming out?
1: Uh, definitely dress warm. Um... You know, like a muck-type boot would be perfect. Mm-hmm. As far as bringing stuff, you don't have to bring anything I have at all if people are, you know, adamant about fishing their own. Um, just a medium spinning gear set up with 10-pound braid, and, and I'll take care of the rest.
0: Yeah. And then, you, as always, you have all the fly fishing gear in the world, on your boat. Uh, oh, yeah. everything okay, applied. <laughs> I can't even imagine. He's got a garage full of stuff. But uh, this way, you've got everything they need. Clothes-wise, remember, you're going to be moving around a little bit, so don't dress like you're going ice fishing on a lake where you look like the Pillsbury Doughboy and you can't move your arms. You've got to be able to flex a little bit. So just layer your clothes, because if it gets too warm, you can take a layer off. Or if it gets cold, you put a layer on again. You know? So just layer yourself. Get out there, enjoy it, and be part of the unique part of nature is winter. And to be out in it and part of it is a whole different experience than if somebody was with you in June, I would say. It, yeah, it's such a quiet time on the river down there this time of year. It is. Well, I want to say, Captain Austin, thank you so much for coming on the air with me this morning and talking about fly fishing the Kankakee River, how easy you can do it, what you can do, how to do it, etc. Once again, give me the website
1: Com And your phone number? 630 886
0: 1964 one nine six four and get out there give him a call say hey i heard you on john t show uh but this it's a really interesting experience so why should i be locked up in the winter in my house if i love fishing where i could be out with captain austin chasing some nice i I imagine the pike are gorgeous (laughs) they're all gorgeous yes but you know catching some great fish right in our own backyard thank you so much for being on the show this morning my friend Thanks for having me, Chompy. All right, everybody. That was Captain Austin Aducci. And if you want to, I, I, I think of it. You got an article in Midwest Outdoors, don't you? I do.
1: I, I do. I just, I just became a, a contributor to Midwest Outdoors.
0: Very good. Very good. So pick up the a copy of Midwest Outdoors from your local tackle shop, bait shop, Waterworks Marine has them on uh, sale at the counter. So check it out because I'm I'm going to have to pick up my copy and uh, read it. Okay. Excellent. All right, take care, Captain. Thank you. You too. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. (coughs) Waterworks is proud to announce the 2021 line of Lund and Low boats, all powered by Mercury Motors, are coming in weekly. But many of these boats are pre-sold, and if you want to ensure that the boat of your dreams with a Mercury motor will be here when you want it, you need to act now. With assembly plants building boats with Mercury Motors on back order and long delivery dates, you need to stop in at Waterworks at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills or call them at 708-798-9700 and don't miss out on ordering the boat of your dreams from Waterworks. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place for that true classic Chicago hot dog and the best Italian beef sandwich large enough to share. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester also has specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant, parmesan, ribs, salads, daily specials, and even the best flame-broiled hamburgers. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester your favorite. It's ours. Jim Crowley from HookandHuntTV.com shows anglers and hunters how, when, and why to be a better angler and hunter. You will enjoy his approach to the outdoors that will help you be a better sportsman. Watch him on HookandHuntTV.com, online at Pride Outdoor Network, on Roku, and on Fire Stick TV. What's the biggest biz in fishing lures that all the pros know? It's biz baits. Bizbaits are soft plastic lures that are individually handcrafted and scented with their special jack-em-juice that just jacks the bass to strike. Bizbaits are made for bass fishing by bass anglers, not someone sitting behind a desk. So go to bizbaits.com and order the best soft plastic bait on the market for yourself or a gift for your fishing buddy this holiday season. Get them at bizbaits.com, my favorite soft plastic bait made here in America. Go to bizbait.com. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at (laughs) aol.com. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by... Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700, where every one of the boats that they sell are fun certified. Paul's Pizza in Westchester, 31st and Wolf Road, 708-531-9080. Place an order and tell them Chauncey sent you, and you can pick it up curbside delivery. Diamond Ghost Charters at diamondghostcharters.com. Hookandhunttv.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the Midwest sportsman, Renlake area tourism at visitrenlake.com and enjoyrenlake.com, Bizbaits, the soft plastic bait company for the professional angler, bizbaits.com this segment is brought to you by waterworks waterworks boat sales at 18660 south sister avenue in country club hills 708-798-9700 now take down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole we may not get a bite all day but don't you rush away what a great place to rest your bones and mighty fine for skipping stones you feel fresh as a lemonade, setting in the shade. I wasn't to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoor on ESPN Radio AM1000 in Chicago. What a fine day to take a stroll and wander by the vision hole. Hey, everyone. I hope you're enjoying today's show i'm having a good time with it and you know let's get a couple things for outdoor information going out there first of all the michigan dnr because of COVID 19 of course is canceling it's becoming an outdoor women's workshop that they do in the winter uh they're going to try to do it in the spring. They're keeping their fingers crossed that everything will be better then, but they're going to uh, have to cancel this one. So keep an eye on everything that's going out there and just get out and enjoy the great outdoors, they said. Uh, Wisconsin, a Fonda Lock man, uh, William Jensen, he has been teaching hunter safety for 50 years. 50 years. Can you imagine that? The the gentleman's 78 years old and he's been teaching it almost his entire life. Uh, And for his decades of volunteer service on December 9th, the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources, their DNR, and the Wisconsin Hunter Education Instructors Association uh, for his dedication and countless hours that him and his family have done for the great outdoors honored him. And you know what? As a hunter safety instructor... I can't even imagine doing 50 years like he just did. But that only shows he is a true sportsman. Okay, let's talk about fishing reports. Yes, we need to talk about fishing reports. And it's time for the Aiden Fishing Report, sponsored by Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Okay, here we go. Hey, Papa, the big day is coming. Remember, it's Fishmas. And Santa Bass brings fishing presents to all the good boys and girls who like to fish. You told me that story once, and I remembered it. So if you told me the story, it must be true. Ooh, kid's putting the heat on dad and grandpa here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> weather has gotten cold up here, and most of the lakes are frozen over. Uh, Robert's dad went to Grand Haven Uh, But only one day we were able to get out on a boat, and they caught a limit of perch pretty quick on minnows. But he said that perch fishing was also good by the bridges at Petty's and Smith's Bayou's. I don't know where those two are, Uh, but we're going to have to find out. Dad, Sis, and I took a ride to the fish ladder at 6th Street Dam near Grand Rapids. The old guys there said it stays open all year long and you might see steelhead going through sometime when the weather gets really, really cold. Linda Sue's dad went on Muskegon Lake and did well for perch and walleye. He talked about some guys he met that said that they were catching steelhead near Croton Dam up the river. Roger told me the other day that on the White River, His parents caught Steelhead up by Happy Mohawk. That's by the Boy Scout camp, I think, isn't it? Canoe livery. And by Podunk Landing downriver from there. That sounds like it might be some good places to go fishing. Well, that's all I have for this week. Remember to tell Santa Bass I could use a new rod and reel for Christmas. Hint, hint. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, Aiden. Oh, uh, God, I gotta love this kid. <laughs> he makes me laugh every day. Hey, on the Chico- let's talk fishing <laughs> on the Chicago lakefront. Winthrop Harbor, well, Waukegan. You know, most of the weather people are just staying away from it right now because the boaters haven't been out. Uh, I've heard one uh, out this week that I was able to verify. Uh, harbors are freezing over, which means you could be out there ice fishing pretty soon. We get safe ice, safe ice repeat. Uh, my good buddy, t- Two Hot Dog Joey said him and his buddy went up the Calumet River all the way up to 130th Street and found perch in small groups, so you got to have to keep moving around and watch your electronics to see them. Medium golden roaches were the best, or large, really large fatheads were good. Northwest Indiana, the lake trout are still in the area, but very few are getting out trying because Mother Nature hasn't been nice. Uh, lake trout outside of Burns Ditch around the Port of Indiana, they were jigging some uh, spoons up and down straight. So that was that's another good way to try it, everybody. Cook County Forest Preserves. Um, skim ice is on all the ponds, and it's skim. You really need... They don't check the ice anymore for years like many of the other forest preserves, but they ask four inches minimum before you go out there. Uh, the ice fishing lakes this year are going to be Arrowhead, Axhead, Beck, Baloo, Big Bend, Bodie South only, not Bodie North, Bullfrog, Bussy, Maine, and South, Flatfoot, Green, Horsetail, Ida Maple, Papoose, Powderhorn, Saganasky, Slough, Sag Quarry, Tampere, Turtlehead, and Wampum. And a partridge and a pear tree, I think. Uh, but, <laughs> no, there's no lake like that. But those are all the lakes that they're going to allow in the Cook County Forest Preserves when there's safe ice on there. Up on the Chain of Lakes, our friends from excuse me, Blarney Bassmasters, are uh, trying to get out there. They said ice is building in the channels and backwaters, but they're a little bit nervous to, you know, try to go out there. They're going to wait until better ice forms. Uh, if we get some warm days, it's all going to go, and we may be able to get the boat back out there. Ren Lake. This was sponsored by our friends at Ren Lake Area Tourism at enjoyrenlake.com. Crappie fishing is good in size and numbers, good around structure and deep water, 10 to 14 feet. Fishing is also good around the bridges along the 154 road as well as Gun Creek and Waltonville. You know, there's a 25 uh, 25 crappy fish a day limit with 10 fish only can be 10 inches or longer. All right, 10 fish. Okay, 10 fish. That's unbelievable. Okay, (laughs) you know, 10 inch minimum. And, you know, and the people are complaining we're not catching smaller fish. Uh, I wouldn't complain. I'd enjoy the fishing. Just keep your 10, you know, big ones and then keep, you know, a few that are nine and a half. <laughs> All right. Uh, one eighth, that's three sixteenths pink jigs and white white heads are working very well. Uh, whatever color tail you've got, that seems like you're working very well. My buddy Derek Samuels, who loves Big Green Lake, uh, he lives right there. He said that live bait is what he's, his choice right now is stick to it. They are catching some smallmouth yet and a few walleyes. Artificials, it's a lot of work to try, but don't eat. He says, just stick with the live bait. You're going to do quite better. Hayward, Wisconsin. Up north, yeah, hater. Ice is building quicker than before, and the thickness range from a half an inch, ready for this, to five inches, depending on the water body. Make sure to bring ice picks, spud bars, and other safety equipment while you're out there. Walleye anglers report fish are in two to six feet on some lakes, but in about 30 feet on some of the bigger lakes. Wow. Uh, so you're fishing shallow and deep. Most lakes do not yet have a complete good ice cover uh, on those deeper lakes. Spoons such as tinglers or Swedish pimples are working well for you, those jiggers that are going up and down, and uh, shiners and suckers on tip-ups. It's always a good try to put a few of those out. You, you'll, you may be more successful with them. Up in Three Lakes Chain in Oneida County, Anglers are walking out on some lakes, but things were a little bit slow fishing-wise. Stay away from the mid-lake areas because that's a little dangerous. Geneva, really slow. (laughs) That's what my buddy who lives up there said. John, it's really slow. Grand Haven, a couple of pure anglers. As uh, even Aiden mentioned, they got some uh, perch, but their steelhead action is also doing well out there. So a lot of action is going out there for everybody to enjoy. Hey, um, remember... This holiday season, remember I said talking about buying a fishing rod and reel for the kid next door. Do that. That way, your kids, him, and them all get out, and you've got more friends to enjoy the great outdoors with. That's... Hey, what? I can hear a flute playing. So, it must be coming to be that time of the show. And I like to leave you with the Native American proverb. And I, I don't. I'm getting a little bit tired about saying of all the great outdoorsmen that we've been losing and it's right before the holiday season but one of the greatest Illinois outdoorsmen uh, Ed Milady uh, wrote the Kankakee uh, newsletter always did seminars, he checked make sure nobody was polluting that river he brought that liver up with a lot of volunteers to the beauty and the condition and the wild that it looks today in Illinois he passed this past week and he will always be remembered and like I said, I you know, as Apensui Majawat says, if you mention the name of someone who's passed around a campfire, his spirit will rise with the smoke, and he will never be forgotten. But let's make this a great holiday season, not for just our friends in the great outdoors, but for everyone who needs I just want to say Merry Christmas to all, and to all, a good night.